Hey, what's up, guys? I'm to hear more. I'm Patrick Cloud, and this is another episode of Damn Internet. You scary. We got a very special guest with us today, ladies and gentlemen. We're so lucky to have him. Uh, he hasn't uh, been on set uh yet i'm sure it will happen at some point this week but right now we got him here he is uh the the leader of the team ct all day pack he is a writer he's a producer director content creator but most important amazing comedian ladies and gentlemen put your hands together from detroit's own mr ct how are you brothers man Good to see y'all, man. Pat, I like the original background. I'm sorry that that, that here made you change. <laughs> hey, man, get out of here, man. It looked yeah, like I was man. on the moon. That was it crazy. was so dope. No, it was not dope, man. It's dope if we were making a music video. <laughs> <laughs> is that no? This is uh, more money, more problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You read between the lines. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be in that video so badly when it first came out, bro. Now, I like they had a lot of fun suits. in it. It looked like they had a lot of fun in making that video. I feel like <sighs> Diddy still wears that suit around the house. Oh, that's <laughs> a fact. He's like remember, the person who could just wear that regularly. You remember Diddy's when they were the floating the air? He's the type of person to make a chick role play. And she's like, what are we doing? And he'd be like, more money, more problems. More money, we come across. Hey, PT's made a good point. When they were floating, and they were like floating, and they were still able to do these moves. That's actually yeah. pretty impressive. Like, that's already hard enough to do with your feet planted. You know what pissed me <laughs> off about that video? The camera was beneath them. I saw the making of the camera was beneath them. And they had the, um, the waist thing around their waist, and they were being hung like from a ceiling. So the oh. camera was shooting up. And so that's how they had full range of motion because they were basically- Oh, they were pointed down? They were facing down, like facing the ground. The camera mm -hmm. was facing up. Interesting. You know, the cameos that really annoyed me were like the cameos that don't hold up. Like in 97, <laughs> in 97 cameos, you'd be like, oh man, that's dude from this. But when you watch the video in 2020, you're like, Who the, who's this guy? They made it seem like he was a big deal in 97, bro. And they were always like doing stuff like and that and that doesn't really hold up if you don't if you don't hold up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like was he a football player, a boxer? Who was this guy? Always in slow motion. <laughs> Man. I couldn't pick Loon out of a lineup right now. Oh. Did he is he the one that had the beard and went to jail and converted to Islam? That was Shine. No, Sean didn't oh. have a beard like that. I think that was G Depp. G Depp. It was Loon. Oh no, Loon, Loon was the one that went and turned himself in. No, that was Shine. Loon is the one who became a uh, Muslim after he left Bad Boy. Mm -hmm. And he turned himself in. No, he didn't go to jail. Shine <laughs> is the one who went to jail. No, listen, listen. I went to jail for the shooting in the club with him, Diddy, and Jay Z. I mean, uh, and uh, and J Lo. Loon, Loon is the one who converted and he felt bad about killing somebody like in 93 and went and turned himself in at the police department. What? That's a true story, bro. He felt bad about killing somebody in like 93 and went and turned himself in. Unfortunately, he felt bad the time that his record stopped selling and then decided to turn himself in because when he was on top, he didn't say nothing. It says he was he, it says he was sentenced to 14 years for conspiracy with intent to traffic one or more kilograms of heroin. I don't see anything. So, that's drugs. Yeah. Well, may, maybe it was G-Death then. It was one of them. It was one of them turned himself in. 
Let me let me let me look up G Depp. G Depp was fish and spaghetti. I was already on fish and spaghetti. I was already on fish and spaghetti. Okay. Make yep. this money. Okay, so that was G Depp um, confessed to a cold case crime, a murder oh. of Queens man in '93. That's who you're talking about. Yeah. So that's G Depp. Told you, Lone ain't going for that. Lone ain't no killer. This no is interesting. It says he said he had attempted to confess twice before, but was previously considered to be under the influence of drugs and incoherent. So you can you can be effed up and and go to the cops and and can uh, like confess to a murder and they'll be like ah you're you're drunk. yeah when they read you Damn. your rights they like when you are when you're giving a confession they ask you like are you giving this confession of your own free will not influenced by any type of you know drug or alcohol anything like that because um any confession that's taken and a person's under the influence will they not hold up in the court of law mm. so he's like yes i'm drunk but listen to me <laughs> I Hear me out. <laughs> then they were talking to a statue of a cop for 20 minutes. And they was like, <laughs> I don't think you're all right here, sir. Take a, take a couple hours and come back when you feel better. This motherfucker won't let me tell. I've been talking for 20 minutes and telling him I killed somebody 93. Sir, go home, Optimus. You're drunk. What's wild is that he sobered up and was like, all right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do this one more time. <laughs> I killed him. <laughs> Come on. I'm going to try this one more time. Man. This is That's crazy. a crazy scenario. Yeah. But, man, that just goes to show you, man, human emotion is so strong. He knew he was not going to get off of it. They went, like, all right, well, at least we can close the case now. Go right. home. Don't worry about it. He knew he was going to go to jail. He's still like, I got to get this off my chest. Mm. I, I could not. Like, there are no... Well, first of all, I'm not a murderer, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, let's like, say started that all wrong. Let's, my boy. let's start that off. <laughs> I am not a murderer. <laughs> if someone, I would not ever convince, like, because the jail prison sentence isn't going to clean your soul. Like, this is the judicial system. You need to get right with your God. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Yeah, but you're going to jail now. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, last a week. Time. Because you got to think, bro, prison isn't like what we see in TV and movies. This is not casting. You understand? Like when you see movies and TV shows where prisoners are these beautiful people, they're yoked up, all of that. That's casted behavior. When you see real life jail, these are the people you like, oh, y'all didn't get the call back. These are the true killers. <laughs> these are the real ones. The real <laughs> these killers. are monsters. Like y'all y'all are Jail is a it's an ecosystem and it's an environment. It's a world with their own set of laws. The mm. laws that we govern ourselves by and abide by out here in the free world don't translate there. Like mm. if you, if somebody gives you something until you get some money on your books so you can buy more food, when you get your food, you have to usually pay them back double. And if you don't, you get your ass beat. What? Oh, street rules apply. Absolutely. Everything is with interest. Nothing is ever given for free. Nothing is ever what? just somebody looking out. Like when I worked at the jail, that's one of the things they told us is like, don't get, don't ever get comfortable with the students. Don't ever think that they're your friends. If they compliment you too many times, report them. They're going to the hole because what? they're always trying to work an angle. These motherfuckers are professional con men. Not all of them. Obviously, I'm, I'm using a blanket statement. 
But the ones that are there, they there for a reason, bro. Like these motherfuckers are good at what they do, what? and they will befriend you. Befriend you. Have you drop your guard? Have you do something that you're not supposed to do? Now you're under their will because they oh. have something on you that could get you in trouble. And that's how I heard about teachers getting in trouble for bringing prisoners, family members, and, and girlfriends up there on their off days, and them trying to stay in the car and not get seen. Motherfucker still get caught. Like I heard some stories, boy. Give us up. I did. I just gave you one. <laughs> 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 Bro. One, one, lady, one lady had uh got you know got got into it with this guy or and had he was she was bringing his daughter up there and his daughter was taking the instructions on how to keep the drugs moving so that was that's another one that shit was crazy and when i first yeah. started working there I, I told you this story about the chick who had two prisoners on her? One was sucking a titty, and the other was finger banging her in the classroom. I told you that story. Like, story. It was it's some shit went down. Like that but let's let's stick with the with the interest payments. I remember <laughs> my friend told me in high school. He's like, "Yo, his uncle was in jail, and he said the rules are if you get to jail and somebody left like a Snickers bar on your pillow, don't eat it because mm -hmm. if you ate it, that meant that you sweet and that they are going to now fuck you." Are we allowed that, to curse? That, I should have asked that, that, that might be the rules in that one. I just want to eat it because that means that you took a gift and now you got to replace that. That too. You take that one Snickers bar, that could be, you know, two packs of cookies, three oatmeal cream pies. You never know because the ratio is basically set by the person that gave you whatever. Damn. You know what I mean? So here's, here's the crazy thing you don't know. So my boy Mike, who came to the show last night. I don't know any of this. Mike, he's the tall guy. No, I'm talking about the rules of prison. I'm listening. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember Mike. Yeah. Yeah. So Mike went to jail. Mike, Mike was in jail, like for real jail. Like I met him when I first moved out here. He was my supervisor at like a, a lube shop, like a Jiffy Lube type of Babylon type. <laughs> had, to reaction, bro. Had, to, had to clear that up immediately. <laughs> okay, my name is here. We have all the lubes. We have the water resistant lube. Listen, I didn't even put a, I didn't even put a comma there because I didn't want it to be a break. I was like, what's the move? Yo, so, look at my face, bro. This was <laughs> this was Patrick's face. So say lube again. I'm gonna be Patrick. I worked I worked at a lube shop. He was like my jiffy lube. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, I'm sorry to hear you going. You fucked us up with that oh, one. Way. It's the fact you said shop. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like cling, cling, cling. Hey, what's up? I'm here. Welcome to Lube. <laughs> Welcome to Lube, bro. <laughs> This motherfucker has an amazing oh. story, dog. I wish I could get him on here right now. This <laughs> motherfucker basically he got that job while he was trying to finish college. And he, he has a book out right now called Doing Time. I actually ordered it, but he talks about the, the jail system and how it's probably the most racist mm -hmm. and 
divided place in America. Like you are either going to be with the blacks or the woods. They call them the peck woods. They call them the whites called or called the woods. And then you also have like the Aryan nation. Mm-hmm. And then you have like the Mexican gangs and all of that. And then you got the stragglers. The stragglers are people who just like either old or, you know, they put the time in. So people don't really fuck with them. But more than likely, you want that protection. He was telling me about how he went to jail. And then when he went to jail, like the, the they used to make pizzas. And the way they would make a pizza is they would get a pack of Top Ramen. They would uh, put a little water in it and they would put it under a pillow. They would let the water soften up the, the pack of noodles and then they would take the square noodles and then like open it up like that. And that's how they would make the that's that was the dough basically. Then they would take ketchup, a tomato paste, put that on it, and then they, they could buy like um sliced pepperoni and cheese and all that stuff. They would make it up like that. He man, the shit that they he told me that they would make, I was like, Man, this is fucking ingenious. If you had just use your powers for good on the outside, nigga, you'd be a chef at a five star restaurant. Mm-hmm. They would make cakes. They to make cakes like everybody would chip in. They buy honey buns, they buy cupcakes, all this type of stuff. And then whoever the cook was would mix all of it together and form it and all this type of shit. Like they was like they they live differently there. Like it's the craziest shit I ever heard. And mm-hmm. one thing that I hear from everybody that has been to jail, the one synonymous thing is don't sleep on your stomach. What because you tooting it up? <laughs> Dude, you 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 are advertising. You are you're saying what's happening. Huh. How do you like okay? So let's say you have a Snickers bar on your pillow and you 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 know you would like to politely <laughs> decline. What's the what's the pro? Do you leave it on the pillow and just leave it alone? Nah, you don't leave it on the pillow. You don't. You, I, listen, I don't know for sure. I've never had to deal with these type of circumstances. My guess would be you don't leave it on the pillow. You don't put it on the bar because you leave it on the bar. Somebody can walk by and grab it. They walk by and grab it. You still are responsible for it because they somebody left it in your care. They left it in your possession. So you put that shit behind your bed. You put it. At the back of your cell, you put it somewhere where it's not accessible to anybody walking by that can grab it because you're going to still be responsible for the loss of that. you still responsible no matter what? And this ain't even my Snicker bar? <laughs> what if they, I mean, how do you, how you know they didn't, you didn't eat it? <clears throat> well, when they come, when they come to collect either that Snicker or your booty, you, you show them. Or, <laughs> or that Snicker bar is going to be fully attacked. Whoever wants this thing back, you can have it. <laughs> I'm not touching this, Playboy. Yeah, but to hear about the cool. interest. <laughs> to hear I don't know the answer proceeds to give the answer. trade. <laughs> yo, I would be terrified, bro. Like, yeah. yo, I was in jail for 72 hours, right? Whatever sure they're like, are we gonna find charges? And I was terrified. I did not sleep on my stomach. I slept on my side. I honestly couldn't even sleep. And then when it was time to use the bathroom, I was like, man, please let this dude leave this cell so I can use the bathroom because I can't do it in front of anybody. And he left and I was running out of time because you constipated because you got stressed and you're nervous. And I was like, fam, this is not the place for me. The people who can last in there are champions. I'm not wired. Um, I remember when I was talking to him about it, I was like, uh, I was like, man, 
If I ever went to jail, I just wouldn't take no shower. I'd be the dirty dude. I'd be like, you ain't gonna want it for me. I got, I got shit, all that shit. I, I ain't going to the bathroom. I'm just yeah. like, you can't do that. I was like, why the fuck I can't? He's like, those quarters are so small that they live in, right? And I will say this about them. When I worked at the jail, they were very, very meticulous about their cleaning. Like, they were always mopping, always sweeping, always wiping down the tables. He's like, if you're in jail and you're living in a pod or a cell, your cellmate or the people in that pod are not going to let you stink. They will wow. beat the fuck out of you, drag you to the shower to make you take a shower and wash your ass. But you're not going to be in there stinking because now you're affecting the, the that smell is affecting anywhere from 40 to 60 of the people in that pot. So they will beat your ass. Never thought about that. Make you take a shower. Wow. It's just not gonna work like that. Man. Wow. Off of you. Beat the huh? musty out of you. To get the musty beat out of you is kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you can make me wash, but you can't make me put deodorant on, bitch. What are you gonna say? Nigga, wake up. Listen, if they drag you to the shower and make you take a shower, you think these niggas ain't going to stand there and make sure you put on deodorant? Wow. I never even thought about that. It's, it's real, bro. He was telling me it, the shit that he told me. I was just like, <clears throat> hey, granted, he, he had told me this before I was even working at the jail. So when I went yeah. to the jail, I went in already knowing stuff. So, you know, sometimes I'm talking to the class <clears throat> and I'm like, yeah, I know. They be like, Mr. Moore, where you do your time at? I was like, no, nah, no, nah, just talk to one of the homies. He's like, yeah, yeah, sure, you talk to one of the homies. He talked to one of the homies. <laughs> they always got somebody to talk to yeah, to confirm. Yeah, they was like, where you do your time at, nigga? And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, them niggas is nosy, bro. Because here's the thing, so like, I've heard of people going to jail saying they in there for something else that they, they not really in there. When you leave your cell, somebody will go in your cell, find your papers, and find out what you're really in there for. Pass that shit around. Not a whole, the whole pod knows your business, what you're in there for. And now, nigga, you better have hands because if they try to test you, because you're the thing. You in there for. You got, here's the thing, bro. And this is, this is God's honest truth. Everybody has hands to them. You understand? Like Patrick got hands, you got hands, depending on your life experiences but when you in prison they got hands for every fighting style bro <laughs> they fought everybody you can't beat them with outside hands these niggas these niggas know how to fight somebody doing crotch and tiger <laughs> man it's like a, it's like avenger level training in there they, facts it's, it's like they fighting all the best fighters <laughs> It's, uh, remember undisputed i know you remember undisputed with wesley snipes bro when he was a prison <laughs> I never thought of it like that. I heard a story of like those, those um, kind of like those juvenile halls where yeah. like you come in and if you act tough, you have to fight everybody and niggas is running like 11, 12 back to back fades. And I'm like, yo, that's that's like Dragon Ball Z. Like, you know what I mean? Like, bro, you guys are you guys are athletic <laughs> with no commercial breaks. Like, it ain't no on next time. This is straight back to back. The crazy thing is, you know how they had. They had, uh, I mean, obviously they got shut down. They had bums fight, bum fights. Those little DVDs going around, nigga. Oh, yeah. They how, had. Hey, how, how did that make money? <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. That's like that seems illegal. Oh, it definitely was. That's why they got shut down. Because what they were doing, they would pay the bums to fight. It wasn't like they was just riding around with a camcorder and looking for two people fighting. They no, were I'm saying, like, how can you sell that? They were they were hand to hand selling, right? Yeah, they yeah they. Bought it. I mean, how hard is it to buy a URL, URL 
get mass production on DVDs. You just go to a place that can mass produce the DVDs, get some graphic I, I I would imagine they would because when they got sued, they want the LLC to get sued, not them personally. Yeah, but can you really start a business about making homeless people fight? You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't sell it as that. Pat, like, hey, I got this video. Um, I ride around, uh, I ride around with a camcorder, and I catch things on my camcorder. It's this, the name of the company is this, and this is what we do. We provide entertainment. But you're depending on bums to one want to fight. Two, you're depending on the to find another bum to want to fight that bum for this money. <laughs> That's producing. <laughs> See, you, know what I'm saying? you go down the skid road, you find two guys that are close to each other. You say, hey, I'll give who, the winner of a fight this hundred dollars. <sighs> Who's not going to do it? This is inhumane. Absolutely it is. Absolutely Damn. it is. That's why, bro, you know how much <clears throat> technology and, and entertainment moves faster than laws. Which is why they're just now catching up to the dude that did Girls Gone Wild. Yeah, they're gonna put this nigga under the jail. How? What happened? Because a lot of those. First of all, they were all you're bribing these women. (laughs) You're bribing these women. I'm sure. I'm sure some sexual favors were handed out. Okay. I I didn't. I missed it. What did he say? What did he say? No, I know that a lot of those girls, like it, it's college, like there's hella girls sneaking in and they did no checks for being ID. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm sure a lot so of that's, those that was gonna be my next thing. You got underage women on these DVDs selling as a grown men, that's child pornography. Mm. Ooh, and, and he and he mm. made millions off of girl go, girls going wild, like millions. That's the same. Wait, hold on. Isn't Girls Gone Wild uh, uh, Bill Flo- the guy from uh, Wolf of Wall Street? I thought he did that. Remember in Wolf of Wall Street, they showed his uh, his downfall. And correct me if I'm wrong. They showed his downfall with the stocks and everything. And then he had another venture after that, which was, I thought, Girls Gone Wild or a version of that. It was that like at the end or something when they were wrapping it up. Yeah, as they were moving uh, towards the end of the movie. Okay, one of the cats said no. But I was like, he, he did something where he was showing, because I know, of course, he had the book and shit. Mm-hmm. Damn, Snoop Dogg was tied up in all that, too. Man, they yeah. had so many rappers. Yeah. That's crazy. Snoop, Snoop had, a, Snoop had a, uh, a DVD. He had one of the uh, episodes with uh, Bishop Don Juan on there, too. I've never it. seen the full episode, but I used to run the commercials back, hella. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't feel bad about it because I was I was underage too. So right, <laughs> yeah, that's what you know. What's funny? I used to think that, like, when man, I shouldn't say. Well, I'm already too. I'm too deep into the explanation. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm too deep into that. So I used to think when they were talking about the R. Kelly sex tape, because you know I was literally 13 years old. So they were talking about the R. Kelly sex tape, and they were like, man, oh, this wow. girl got body, and she thick as fuck. And I was like, oh, man, I can't wait to see it, right? And mm-hmm. it was like me seeing it. I'm like, surely I can't be penalized. I'm also a child. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think it was about the adult that was having sex with her, like, <laughs> which is like, oh, we're watching something weird. Um, <laughs> whereas Girls Got Wild for a kid is like, boobies. We're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Damn, yeah. they were underage, bro. He said that. They said yeah, he, this is something on the TLN or CNN. One of them, they, they're doing a thing on him right now. Like, it's like, what? I think a, a three part series on like 
finding him and making him pay for these crimes. How slow what? are these detectives, though? God damn. <laughs> this nigga that already got rich and enjoyed it all. <laughs> she was like, the girls, the girls have grown up and had children of their own that are probably 16. <laughs> hey, man. It don't matter. They, they will come and get you after the fact. TNT. Terrence says it's on TNT. I, I saw it. They were, they were starting to play it in some spot I was in, and then they switched to a sports, and I was like, ah, I'm going to have to check that out. Mm. Wow. You were full of information. Shit is crazy. I was, yeah, it was a lot of back-to-back, uh, a lot of back-to-back stuff. Man. <laughs> you weren't, let me ask you, I never asked you this about, because when you were working in jail, you weren't ever scared, like, going in there? Like, did you have a guard watching the class for you while you were there? You know what? I did not. It was just me and potentially 30 killers in the one room. Um, So the saving grace is like, first of all, it's a men's prison. So they, it it wasn't too many guys like looking at me, looking for me type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Then they know if they did something physical to me, you know, they go into jail. And most of the time, the people that sign up for the school or either really want to get out their, their sale or they, they actually want to try to do something with it. Now, mm. course, you know, you got some people that are there who just want to get out their sale and they plan and, you know, just for whatever the hell. But they also know the penalties for, you know, hitting, stealing from, intimidating, any of that type of stuff to one of the workers. You you bounced out of there. You go into the hole mm. or, you know, and or, or worse. They don't want to do that. Or you getting moved around because it was three different facilities on – uh, the campus that I worked on. So, you know, you get sent to one of these, one of the campuses, this was South, the South Hall. Nobody wanted to go there. It mm. smelled different in there. The temperature was always like, like colder than the other facilities. Mm. And it just had a certain heavy, I don't know. It was haunted? Uh, Are you no, it was like a little haunted? It just, it felt like that's where dreams went to die. Like it just, wow. it did not feel regular. Every time I came out of there, when I got in my car, I had to pray first before I did anything else. Before I left, I just like, God, please keep me the wherewithal to not do anything that lands me in this place. Please remove the energy that may be on me right now before I go home. Like I literally pray every time I had to go to that facility before I left because the energy was so bad in there. I just didn't <laughs> want to take any of it with me. I hated working at South. South was. Imagine how they felt and they couldn't leave. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's rough. That is rough, bro. No, no, no one talks about the energy of jail. You know what I mean? It's always like the inner workings and the hierarchies, but no one ever talks about like the how it must feel. Like like the actual, you know, yeah, it must be very heavy. You know what's weird? Like I talked about the 72 hours, leaving there. I felt like I needed to go as fast as I could because I'm like, what? If, there's always that feeling of what if they change their mind? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you can't leave. Like, mm-hmm. man. So imagining people who've been there for years or months is crazy, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm good. I'm good on all that. My body. Obeying all laws. You understand me? Yeah. <laughs> all of them. All, all of them. them. <laughs> Where's- hey, man, don't, don't do nothing illegal in front of me. If, if, if you if you don't want me to know about it, you think I'm a snitch, don't do it in front of me because I am gonna snitch. Oh my god. 
Self-preservation is the rule of the land, my boy. <laughs> I am going to snitch. I'm not built for this, bro. I can't go to jail. Listen, I got I got four good punches in me. Damn. In fight. Four. If I don't knock him out in those first four, this nigga wins. Bye. Hey, that's four good, though. That's four a good five. number. That four, and that four coming with all I got. I'm holding my mm. breath while I'm delivering them. That's I got I'm one punch and a block in me, cuz. That's all <laughs> I got. I got that haymaker, and if that shit miss, I got, hey, man, come on, man. And that's all I got, bro. <laughs> I got a hey, come on, man. Hey, come on, man. <laughs> if you get past that hey, come on, man, it's a wrap for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. Goodness gracious. All right. Yeah, so what we got today, Pat? Let's get into some of these, these, these stories, because I like them today. Um, this actually one is, this one's kind of weird. So, um, to hear you be getting boats all the time, so this might be kind of weird for you to hear. A tour boat with 26 passengers, including children, just completely went missing in Japan. What? Which is which is kind of wild because I feel like at this point technology is like you would you can't go missing. I could see something going wrong, but shit is still going missing. They say officials are on the search for a tour boat that went missing off the island of Japan. Uh, it was a tour boat, had 26 passengers, including two children. Uh, it was This was early Saturday morning after taking off from the island. They say that the kazoo uh, made a distress call around 1 p.m. Um, and it was made after the boat's bow was flooded and it was sinking with all passengers on board. So, I mean, it's missing, but like everybody knows where it's at, you know, but they just don't know where it's at. But uh, they say that a whale could have struck the ship which is a wild guess <laughs> if you don't know where the boat is. Um, but uh, everybody's always talks to me about like how I'm, why I'm scared of whales and like how they don't eat humans or anything, but they are still, they are still monsters. I'm you terrified gotta, of large bodies of water. You ain't got to eat humans to cause harm to them. Exactly. And uh, I feel like Moby Dick happened like a lot more than we thought. <laughs> like people really went out there and tried to hunt whales, which is pretty crazy to think about. <laughs> In their habitat, bro. Right. With a, a, a spear, just like. Do you remember? I know, I know T here hasn't seen this. Pat, you're my only hope for this. Have you ever seen the movie The Adventures of Baron Munchausen? And what? Damn it. Uh, <laughs> the Adventures Baron of Baron Munchausen. It was a uh, Robin Williams was in it. Uma Thurman was in it. This is like 80s movie, right? And it was basically this guy who who would live through his tall tales. So he'd be telling stories about how when he was in his prime, all these adventures he and his friends had, similar to Big Fish before Big Fish. And one of the parts of the movie, they um, they got into a boat crash and they were in the water and they were trying to find land and they found this big island. And he's like, oh, there, we're finally safe. We can get to this island. And as they're getting close to the island, this is this like massive rock in the water. And they get close to the island and the island opens its eye and it's this huge fucking fish and they were like oh it's not an island and they you know of course underwater turned into something else but Mm -hmm. that from when i was a kid scared the shit out of me about water yeah yo terrified i i I always thought that like you know dinosaurs whatever would you know when the meteor hit it only killed like the surface level ones but like them deep, deep, deep oceans probably just have dinosaur level shit yes. still going on over there. Hang on, I need to charge. 
Yes, to hear, I'm telling you, bro. Like he's he's literally talking to my soul. It's like, dog, how would a comet destroy what's in the water? The water would have taken millions of years to refill itself. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That water wasn't even touched. So what's below the uh, the surface of what these tools can't touch, as far as like there are certain tools that can mm -hmm. only go a certain distance before they just explode because of the pressure, they still got to be down there, bro. And that's why I don't mess with that water. Hey. I, I, def I definitely, I mean, they're still pulling catfishes off the water that are 300 pounds. Like, bro, you don't get, you don't get that big in a couple of years, bro. Oh. Like that's, I mean, that, what is, it's a, what is it? A giant grouper or something like that? Mm -hmm. Like this fish is the size, can get to the size of like a small Volkswagen beetle. Mm -hmm. Bro, like that, no, no, I'm not, I'm not playing with that. Terrible. You want to hear something kind of creepy? I was thinking oh. about this the other day. So, you know, angler fish, you know, those fish that have the little mm -hmm. light right there, and they've somehow evolved into a point where they can have a literal light that they can turn on and just swim around. Mm -hmm. Like, if we're only scratching the surface of what's down there, like between that and that, like that plankton that illuminates, and dolphins learn how to like swim with it. Have you ever seen like a dolphin that's like, it looks like it's glowing because they're swimming through that luminescent plankton? You never seen those uh, those like crashing waves that look luminescent and people go mm -hmm. out there to see because the plankton come through and they're like it looks like it's glowing it looks like Avatar. Mm -hmm. I've seen that. Yeah, it's like it's, like, it's pretty interesting and, and there's like videos of people walking through it and it looks like Avatar water. But dolphins learned how to swim through it and they look like they're they look like Tron dolphins. So I was thinking about it, like between that stuff and anglers figuring out how to do like lights, I feel like deeper down in there there could be like. Like literally how they have um, renditions of Atlantis with like lights and stuff like that and light fixtures. Like they they could possibly have like a bunch of like light tunnels and like buildings down there <laughs> because we've seen them use versions of electricity already. It's so got to be a city, bro. They have to have a city of some sort because for them to be that deep under the surface, why wouldn't they have a reason to come to the surface? They got to have a city down there. And it's got to be things that are similar to human beings under there that can breathe underwater. Dinoflagellate. Oh, I, I'm not going to try to pronounce that, but that's what it's called. That's what it is. <laughs> that's the, the luminous. Bro, look at look at look at this. Look at look at look at look at the scale of this fish. Look at this yeah. person. That's crazy. I have that. Bro, they, oh. they they're huge, dude. That's insane. I don't want to Goliath go anywhere. Grouper. That's where that Goliath grouper, not a gigantic Goliath wow. grouper. Like I don't want to go anywhere that where that's a thing. <laughs> like that's in there. That's <laughs> in there. I am. I am good. But yeah. Um, I don't know because like this, just you know, to tie it back to this story, like to leave on a tour boat and you just chilling, maybe going to whale watch, and. For your boat to sink and like <laughs> it went missing, like you couldn't even get like a rescue helicopter, nothing. So, uh, twenty six people had to deal with just going in and just like trying to stay afloat until they until they didn't, and that is a horrifying way to go. Oh my god! They probably had plans after the whale watching. Like <laughs> whale watching has to end around like two or three. <laughs> that's 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 a scary way to go. They had to have plans. Well, watching in the two p.m. Well, watching ain't like a. It's a tour boat. Like that shit ain't happening until ten p.m. Right. 
So that that's that's really scary. I don't know. Well, that's like that. That's like that plane that disappeared in Malaysia, right? Bro, two hundred plus people gone. Plane. The where's the black box? They can't beacon. Bro, like that's scary. That 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 is when people just go missing. That's that's one type of fear. But like when two hundred plus people go missing on a plane with all this technology. Find my iPhone was out then, like nigga, like that. But imagine it's your job, like a plane lands in the ocean, and they're like, "To here, find it," and you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> like the like the whole Atlantic Ocean, just like find find this plane. We don't know where it's at, like that. That's why it's just like, bro. Missing. I you know gave you my my first go to. My first go to <laughs> is, all right, give me a list of the phone numbers. And then providers, and then I'm gonna contact the providers to see who got an iPhone. You I'm use find your iPhone. I'm gonna just use my iPhone. If that doesn't work, I'm out of ideas, baby. That's you're out of ideas. I'm out of ideas, baby. I don't know. I don't so, know so it's a flight full of 200 people. Well, let's say 85 <laughs> of them have iPhones. You gonna try each of the 85 iPhones to see if you can get a signal? I mean, I'm a milk it. I'm going to string it out for about two weeks, but I mean. <laughs> Meanwhile, the survivors are on their last flare waiting for Tahir to find their iPhone. They're like, we're wet. We don't have iPhones. We're wet. <laughs> All I can do is try to take the, the phone's last location. Hopefully somebody bought the internet. If somebody bought the internet online on the flight, then I have the best chance of best chance of locating that last known position. The flight should have internet itself. That's why I'm so shocked that it got lost, bro. It's still lost. Right. Oh, still. Yeah. yeah. They never they, found they that still, shit. They still never found that. Yeah, they still never found that. That I used to be afraid of Bermuda's Triangle because of that same reason. Like there was always the myth that people get lost. And today, you know, there are a million girls who be like, "I'm going out of town. I'm going to Talam or some shit like that." And they go to Bermuda, and you be like, "You're not afraid of the tales?" They're like, "No." And I'm like, "I will never." Wait, what do you mean they go to Bermuda? Like they go to Bermuda, so they'll go to Bermuda because you know it's still an island. You know, so it's part of the Caribbean. So. Huh. When people go over there, I'm like, you haven't heard of the tales of the Bermuda Triangle and getting lost and you're not afraid of that and all of these things? They're like, oh, those are just tales. And I'm like, until they're not. Yeah, but I don't. I, they're not getting on a boat and going across the triangle, right? They're just well, on the island. The planes flying over the triangle even got lost. Like, there's so right. many. Oh, I'm terrified. Yeah, yeah, they say that like the the your compass and your your uh, your equipment doesn't work well there like like the compass just spins around or it doesn't give you accurate readings of your elevation all of that type of stuff has has been known to be connected to the bermuda triangle they have bermuda triangle twilight cruises wait what wait they they go in there i'm about to throw it up fellas Lion, people are so dumb, man. <laughs> You're taking a tour of the, the place where these ships got lost on a ship. Hilarious. What? Right. $66. Six, 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 
You could take this this cruise. How much death cost? Sixty six. And bro, they got two dollars. You could be. They lost got forever. hold on, bro. They they got the see through glass. Oh, bro, you just see a dead body flow under the boat. It. Wow, and it's glass bottom like that matters. Uh, that is crazy. Uh, I'm know, not doing a glass bottom in America, let alone <laughs> in the Bermuda Triangle. The bravest ones are the tour guides and the, the captain because they're going multiple times. That's insane. It's like coming up on your right, a, a storm. <laughs> a crazy storm. <laughs> if I see a tour guide, usually when you go on like tours, you're out of country or you're out of town, the tour guides let me know if I should be afraid or not, right? Like if these are people who are like really jaded, <laughs> I'm like, all right, this is going to be a cool little thing. But if they seem like everything is exciting, I'm like, this is their first time, and they don't know what the fuck about to go on. And if they're mm. scared. <laughs> it's a wrap. You don't see them anymore? You see them putting on? <laughs> I'm just going for a swim, guys. You guys keep going. I'll meet you at the other side. No, you're not. Nigga. You're leaving us. <laughs> hey, does the Bermuda Tales, uh, is anything on the island themselves happen, or is it just with the, the water? Just the water. A magnetic. It's like a magnetic um force there or some type of surge there i, I don't like, know the, the magnetic force uh just out of whack there bro i mean hold on. hold on hold on i gotta show y'all this i haven't even read all of it i just i just i just came across this right here it says bermuda triangle section of the north atlantic ocean off north america in which more than 50 ships and 20 airplanes are saying said to have mysteriously disappeared the area whose boundaries are not universally agreed upon. So they don't even know where it starts and stops at, honestly, with the Bermuda Triangle. Sounds like a circle uh, to me. Has vaguely triangularly, <laughs> triangularly shaped, marked by the Atlantic coast of the Florida Panhandle. 50 ships and 20 airplanes. That's some crazy numbers. That's way more than I thought. I thought mm -hmm. like we lost, I thought it was like a couple. Mm-mm. But that's, Bro. that's insane. Why do how how are you the fiftieth one though? Like how, <laughs> that's a lot of that's a lot of mishaps <laughs> to be like you're like it's in the forties and you're just like I'll take this shortcut. I tell you who didn't get in there the fifty first one because he said I'm not doing it. And like, no no no. <laughs> Trust us. No no no. I'm not going in there. <laughs> that's so crazy when it's. The, your, the ship is so lost, niggas start going uh, like supernatural. Like that shit, that shit's in another dimension. It's like, bro, no, it's in the ocean, but it's, it's, I guess it's choppy, right? That's the whole thing. That's like, here's the thing, man. Movies like Journey to the Center of the Earth are my favorite types of movies because right. they give you the other side of it. It's like, all right, cool. This ship got lost in water. Bet. You go Journey to the Center of the Earth, these ships have washed up and these these passengers who are on it are now living in the center of the earth with dinosaurs and sea creatures and land of the lost type shit. You know what I mean? Like it's believable. That's what that, that's what that movie's about, man. You've never seen it. Uh, -uh. Patrick journey to the center of the earth. Yes. They have two of them. One is with the rock. That's the second one. That's the, that's fire. And the first one is Brendan Frazier. Mm -hmm. You've oh. never Patrick. Uh -uh. <laughs> the like, listen, you gotta understand, man. Like, you know, Tahir is clearly one of my best friends on the planet, but I know my limitations with Tahir. I know the movies that he's not gonna be into. Patrick, I am shocked. I will I'll watch it today. 
Trust me. And after you do it, you're going to immediately want to see Journey 2. Because it's like, don't look at the special effects. These are 10 years old. Look at <laughs> Just look at the movie. Okay. You know, see Giano age with. When I want to be adventurous and just risk it all. Like, if I didn't have a family, I would probably be more adventurous in doing things like, you know, just go island hopping. Mm. Um, and I wouldn't mind. Like, I would love if I was able to swim to go looking for sunken sh ships, like in places where a ship was where you last reported and it was carrying a payload or what, uh, whatever, gold, spice, whatever. I would love to do that in theory. I yeah. feel like as soon as I get my my flipper in that water, though, the, the nigga in me would be like, nah, let's just sell dope. I'm so like... <laughs> Well, you don't I, know how to I, swim. I don't. Bro. I know how. To, I listen. I, at the at the at the at the maximum, I know how to not drown. In a sense of, I will, I will figure out a pattern of floating and doggy paddling back to shore or to something that is floating bigger than me. That's what I know how to not do. You always have your shirt off and are on an island somewhere, and you don't know how to swim. How many pictures have you seen of me in the water? That's a great point. He audits. Yeah. <laughs> he audits vacations. Sell the dream, baby. That's what it is. You sell the dream, baby. You got to sell that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you know why crack doesn't isn't sold in packages because what? they would have to list all the shit that's in it. You be like, I'm not putting turpentine in my body. Turpentine. <laughs> do turpentine with it. That don't even sound right. So Yo. no, never see. Uh, Crack packaged up <laughs> with the sodium oh, nutritional facts at the end. Yeah, right. no, no. Also, the FDA is not going to approve anything for people <laughs> to consume crack. Vitamin A, zero percent. Vitamin D, zero percent. Crack, one hundred percent. One hundred percent crack. <laughs> I can promise you, this is one hundred percent crack. <laughs> Ain't no juice in here, but this, this crack is one hundred percent. Sodium, three percent. Interesting. <laughs> you never I listen, man. I'll tell you about swimming because I'm not the guy that you know. I'm not a pool shark, but I I do enjoy swimming. And bro, it's it's something that you definitely have to teach yourself different techniques outside of the doggy paddle because that's going to exert you faster than any other style of swimming. Mm. CT, do you swim in the ocean? Yeah, mm. I've swam in ocean, of course, pools, lakes. I I'm scared. I'm more afraid to swim in lakes than an ocean though because really? at least in an ocean to a certain length out there by the beach you got some distance before some crazy shit happen in a lake you don't know if there's a croc or a gator or um Same thing you know something sort of, but it's different it's like wow. at least if you put your toes in the water you are at you could you from anything from a jellyfish to a little tiny poisonous thing to a shark mm -hmm. you, can, you can get it all <laughs> Damn, never going back in now. But I I that's that's why I hate the ocean. Because when I went, uh, when I was a kid, I was on this beach just playing in the water, and then mm -hmm. I got back to my hotel, and there was a warning, and they were basically a helicopter was uh, following this giant uh, shadow of a shark that was basically like patrolling the the spot that I was just playing in, and and, and everywhere else. But I was just like, oh, that's what I understood, like. The beach ain't like a joke. Like when you're in there, everything else is in there too. <laughs> and there is no, you think that there's just like a, a tower or it's like a, somebody swimming out there, like checking to see if yeah. 
are coming, but nah, it's just it's just water and ocean, and anything can come up. I didn't know that. Yeah, Listen, anytime you go in the ocean, you're you're having unprotected sex with a new partner. You understand me? <laughs> You're throwing your dick on the crap table, and and most times, most times, you, you you're gonna break even, all right. But every now and then, the house is gonna win. You know what? There was an episode. I'm man. I'm so quoting all of these science fiction. I was watching the episode of Ghostbusters, the animated series. Once this terrified me about uh, showers a long time when I was a kid. It was the episode of Ghostbusters, the cartoon, and this guy was taking a shower. And from the drain came like this, of course, ghost uh, monster fish that popped up from the drain and ate him. And I was like, well, looks like baths are only going to be for me because the shower wasn't even a safe place. Man. It took years Here's for me to take a shower. Though, the bath, like you're, you're all, you're half your body is already submerged in water. If, mm -hmm. if the spirit can come through the drain of a shower, he can come through. He, you think that look cork? Is gonna stop him from getting in their bathroom. Oh, now I all did. you gotta do is pull your ankles down and then drown you. The I was eight. I thought I was safe. Is just to take a whole bath, get a little water in that sink. <laughs> a little water in that sink. Get a little sink. water in that sink. Hit the hot spots and then go outside with the sprinkler and do the rest. You understand? No. Listen, here's the thing. So when I used to tour with the with the, uh, I, I was on a rock tour. I was on the bands warp tours. All uh -huh. all rock bands, alternative bands, all pop bands. On it. like they to hear was too aggressive, huh? Yeah. <laughs> 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 fucker. <laughs> To hear Guns N' Roses needs you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> anyway, sometimes the venues had showers, sometimes they don't, because sometimes the venue is just a big-ass lot. And mm -hmm. so knowing this, people would go and they would have um, these portable showers which is basically like this big ass bag which is like a mini water bag water mm -hmm. bag and they would leave it outside in the sun all day so it would heat and then they would connect the hose to it and that's how they showered they would shower with swim trunks or bikinis or swimsuits on and that's literally how they showered for an entire fucking summer mm -hmm. where'd they get the, the original water from they were like so when we get to the venues, they have like hookups for you to get water because all the uh, tour buses uh, had to refill on their water too. Mm. But uh, this, they would just do that, bro. They mm -mm. they would let, they would be told where the water area was. They would refill it and they would leave the fucking bags outside their bus all day to get heated by the heat mm -mm. by the sun. And this is how they took this. I remember one time we were in Miami. And it started raining. You know, it rains on and off of Miami. So it started raining. This is after we had packed up. Everybody's chilling out by their buses. They got the chairs out, doing the barbecues. They would have big barbecues every night. Got the barbecue going on, sitting in the stores raining. And people were, like, lining up to, like, either try to take showers in the venue or sometimes people, they would rent a hotel that was close by, but it didn't happen awfully. And then people would take the van and go to the hotel. But it started raining, and people just started washing up outside. Mm. Oh, in the rain? In the rain. Mm. 
that's and that's basically why I didn't smash anybody on that tour because I took a shower on my bus. <laughs> but I was a tour manager, so I was the only one that could do it because there wasn't enough water for my team to take a shower on ever. But I took my showers on the bus. You ever th- you ever used to think that like when it rained, you're you get like a free car wash, and then the next yeah. day you walk out and your your car's even dirtier because yeah. Like- like rainwater is not clean. No, <laughs> Which all is- the pollution in the air is in those clouds. The atmosphere is full of pollution, and so that rain wow. is not coming down as crisp and clean as you think. Damn. So on this tour, because here's the thing: you're talking to a guy that moved to LA on some homelessness. You understand? Couch yes. surfing, all of that. Mm-hmm. I went and got a gym membership so I could take showers at these gyms. Nobody on this tour thought, you know what? Let me go get a hotel room or go to a gym and shower. They they resorted to getting a water bed to take a shower outside. Here's the thing. So I worked the tour as a as a manager and my my team, they were doing the executions all day. So we'd Mm -hmm. roll in, set up early. You know, the setup would be like seven in the morning. A team, they work from basically whenever doors open, which would be like eight or nine until about six or seven, right? Mm. So one, you don't have any time to go get a gym or go to a gym or go find a hotel. Two, you don't have any transportation. We're moving around on buses. The bus isn't going to (coughs) go to go around town looking for a hotel for you to do it. So and then a lot of times the venues were in remote areas. So it's not close to like the major cities or the, the major city might be, you know, 30, 40 miles away because you need all this big land for all these. They had three stages, tons of merch pop-ups, uh, food vendors and all that. So you need enough space to house. It's basically a small city. So most venues didn't have the space for that. We would be in remote areas or big ass parking lots and shit like that. So it wasn't, and you didn't have transportation. What was the money? <laughs> let's let's talk about the money because I always find time to wash my ass. So what was the money to where these people were committing to not washing their ass? Well, here's the thing. If you were a band on there, you had to be approved to be on the tour mm-hmm. and you made your mer- money from merch sales. You paid to be on the tour. Let's let's get that straight, first of all. Mm-hmm. Vans Warp is a brand in itself. We're talking about Vans the Shoes. Uh so the tour was paying for everything. No, you could you could like buy like a meal plan so you can get you know your food and all that type of stuff, but you you paid to be there. That's how that's how the company made money and the bands wow. made money. The Even the big the big the big bands made money, like when the Paramore was there, uh 303, uh you know, the big bands they got but the smaller bands, the up and coming and indie stuff like that, they paid to be on the tour. Okay, that makes sense. And so Vans was making money from them, and Vans was making money from ticket sales. Mm. So you had to hustle to really get out there to sell your merch. You know, I said, do a good job performing. Hope people go to your merch stand, hit that up. You know, get your your email blast up and all that type of. That's how you profited from that as a small. Now, me as a tour manager for these people, I was getting paid nicely, but then again, I was taking shower on the bus. Mm. That's crazy. To think that all those rock bands were low key musty this whole time. Oh my god! It seems uh, it makes sense though. I remember. I'm definitely gonna throw him under the bus. I remember I was on a tour, and we went to one of the comedians' hometowns. Right, so we were staying at this comedian's parents' home in this city. Right I'll now, like I told you, what'd you say? 
I'll text you afterwards. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll tell y'all even after we finish this. But uh, we were at this comedian's parents' house, right? And like I said, I always find time to wash my ass, bro. So I take a shower. He tells us what time we have to be ready. I take a shower in his upstairs guest room. I'm solid. I come downstairs. Both of my comedian friends are still in their same clothes. I'm like, hey, y'all, are y'all going to take a shower? You know, this is your parents' house. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just give me like five minutes. I'm like, yeah, your body, right? <laughs> Cut two. He goes in the bathroom, comes out like seven minutes wow. later. I don't see no shower steam. I said, hey, man. I don't know why I was so invested. Also, I don't know why I was so invested. But I was like, hey, man, <laughs> you didn't take a shower. He's like, no, nah, I just took a uh, I just took a bird bath. I was like, a bird bath? And he's like, yeah, I just hit the hot spots. I say, <laughs> you're in your parents' home, bro. If I got time to take a shower, you got time to take a shower. So I had to hit the hot spots. He hit the hot spots. Both these niggas took bird baths, bro, and I was disgusted. <laughs> to this day, I don't Ooh, trust bro. their hygiene, bro. It's 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 a, it's a lot of guys that I can never live. With. I just lucked up because I met Felix on that tour. Mm. Felix was one of those people that was taking the the, the baths outside and with the shower bag mm. and all that stuff. But when we got back to the crib. All that shit was out the window. Like I, I'm very particular to the point where, like, I'll ask him, "Hey man, you took a shower in a couple days?" He was like, "Oh yeah, I took it." When you were sleeping. Like I was like, "All right." When you were sleeping, I don't trust that. When you were sleeping, no, no, no. He, he, he was, he was on it. He was on it because we both were, we're very clean people, but uh -huh. I'm meticulously clean. I'm like, like I, like when he did the dishes, I would look at the dishes to make sure he didn't, because he would wash the dishes in our kitchen. You uh -huh. remember my old place to come. You come in. It's the living room right here. It's the little dining yeah. room. And the kitchen was kind of in a kind of cove, cove type of area. Uh -huh. And you would wash the dishes with the kitchen light off, just going from the the light from outside. Well, you know, mm -hmm. we had bushes on the side that didn't let a whole lot of light in. It was just mm -hmm. enough to be visible. You don't hit your knees on cabinets and shit like that. And I'm just like, hey, stop washing the dishes in the dark, baby. You're not. <laughs> you hitting the hot spots of the goddamn dishes. I need. Yeah. I need all of this. To be clean, so unacceptable. I'm, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't do that shit, baby. I had a cousin who would hit me with that when you were asleep. I took a shower. Bullshit. Like this was the cousin. They had roaches, huh? Okay. <laughs> Why do they keep saying when you were asleep? That's what I'm saying. Like whatever people say, because like my cousin, I almost said his name. Uh, let's call him Mike. I'll be like, hey man. Like I'll wake up, get in the shower, and he's like, all right, let's go outside. And I was like, did did you take a shower? And he's like, I took one when you were asleep. And I was like. I was the first person to wake up. He was like, no, no, no. I went back to sleep. And I was like, this nigga is nasty. Like, I just knew he was lying. And one of my aunts, she came downstairs and she was like, she was like, Mike, uh, you trying to go to the bike store? Did you, did you wash your ass? And he was like, no, ma'am, not yet. And I was like, I knew this motherfucker was lying. So then she said, you over here trying to go all around the city, go wash your ass. Then you could go outside. And I was like, that's a shame. Your mama got to tell you to wash your ass. I don't get it. Like, does anybody else think showering is fun? I love I really, it. I really enjoy showering. Like, it, it's, it, it's nice. It's a good time. <laughs> it's like a little break. Like a bunch it's of good a ideas. little break. Get a bunch of good, good thinking in, you know. Mm -hmm. Some singing. Possibly put on a concert. I, I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm hitting all the high notes in the shower. Even oh, yeah. with the kid. Like, kid, like, I, I just see it with her. Like, she's getting better with it. But before... You know, I mean, we have to fight her tooth and nail to take a shower. I'm like, that's your ass. That ain't my ass. My ass smells wonderful, you know, depending on when you catch me. <laughs> but 
It's clean every day, baby. That's your. Why I gotta fight with you to keep your ass clean? I don't understand this. You don't, and it's. I think it's. I know this is going. This specifically is going to sound crazy, but it's real. Girls have to be cleaner than boys because girls have innies that contain juice. Boys just got outies. You got to keep that thing clean. Let me tell you something. Innies that contain juice. I'm telling you, man. Let me tell you something. While while I can agree with girls have innies, I can still also say them outies hold a lot of stink. Uh Them balls sweat. Uh, you got your balls pressed up against your thighs with your shaft pressed on top of that. All of that is in them draws all day. You're running. You're playing sports. You're playing a pickup game or 21 or tips or something like that. Hey, nigga, you stink. Okay? I've never understood. I've never, ever understood guys that that leave the club after, after doing shit like this for three hours Mm-mm. and be like, expect the chick to just give you head. And, I, and 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 the women that do it, I just like, well, Charlotte, where your mom at? I need to talk to the ladies in the family. Somebody didn't put enough respect in your life because you got to tell the nigga no. It's just a little sodium. <laughs> Listen, if this if this bitch sucking your dick and her ankle swell up and she died, that's on you because she didn't got uh. too much sodium. No, it's it's like you know how some people like uh, sea salt and vinegar chips. <laughs> they just want the. You know what, bro. In my single days, I literally would say, "I here will be my thing. I was not going to immediately try to have sex with a girl at a club if I saw her dance more than two songs. Because after two songs, that sweat started to drop on that body. You understand? Wow. Now we got a whole different thing. If you dance more than two songs, dance your heart out. That means when we get to my crib, you taking a shower. And I had a young lady that she came over one time, and I remember her. I said, hey... Here's your washcloth and your towel for your shower. And she said, you're going to make me take a shower? And the first thing I said was, make you. You should want to take one. You danced eight songs. I watched you. <laughs> and she went in there and bird bathed herself. She came out. I kissed her neck. All I tasted was the salt chips. You understand? <laughs> you tasted 11.25 on this bitch. <laughs> That shit is disgusting. Man, I I pride myself on smelling nice, bro. I will not ever not be in that shower. You understand? I don't care if we left, went somewhere, or we just sat down for three hours. When we get back to that crib, if you're trying to touch on this thing, I'm getting in that shower. You understand? (laughs) (laughs) That's just how it's got to be, baby. That's true, though. I mean, it's like no one one (sighs) wants salty balls. That's a t-shirt. No one. <laughs> balls. I can't, man. It's just so disgusting. Because when you look at people's movement, also, we haven't even factored in size. If you are a man that is more than 240 pounds, you got to hit that shower on a regular, brother. Not just one shower that day is going to do it. You understand? Now, if you're a brother that's under 190, you might be able to escape with one shower a day if it's not you being in the sun all day. But come on, man. You got to get it together, man. <laughs> Yeah, I never thought about it like that. I hate sweating though. I just yeah. I don't like sweating, which is why I'm not very athletic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just I would I would much rather shower and stay clean than like one. 
at my age now, like we got legs. Before me and Farron get busy doing anything now, like I need to take full body shower because I like to put feet in my mouth. Okay. Oh so, God, this took a turn. I need everything. <laughs> I, I'm buying your butt cheek. I might bite your shoulder blade. I get on some freaky shit when I get sex drunk. Shoulder I need blade. that whole body clean. You understand me? Shoulder blade. Whole body clean. Wow. Have you ever uh, tasted a dirty shoulder blade where you're just like, hey, you got to It could be salty. It could be salty. Here's the thing. I don't want to taste a whole lot of lotion either. You get out that shower, you come right to this bed. Now, we're going to air dry like we're supposed to. We take another shower after we're done, then you put your lotion on. I ain't trying to have a mouthful. You ever go to suck a titty and it ain't nothing but Victoria's Secret lotion all on that titty? Now your mouth got a film. You got a film of lotion on your tongue. Yeah. You take that for the, the entire smash session. You know, I don't, don't put no lotion on. Just come to this bitch. I'm, I'm going to give credit. I'm going to give credit to my wife. I've been with her over a decade. I've been with her for 12 years. Not once have I ever caught her funky. And not once have I ever tasted no salt on her. I will give her credit. That's wow. a hell of a record. That's a very good record. I'm That's telling you, bro. That's 100 percent Man, but to hear you just you just straight out the sock. You got it in your mouth. I didn't say so. That's I said. That's why you got it. You gotta watch that whole body now. Okay, okay. Because Respect. I mean, I, and like our house shoes, we don't like just do flip-flops in here. We do like the the the, the ones with the hair on them now. So that you, you your feet got to be clean on the way from the bathroom to the bed. I, I don't want no carpet toe in my mouth. I want fresh toes in my mouth. All right, carpet you know toe. Me? I need that. I need that big toe. I'm gonna go to work on that big toe. Hey man, thank y'all for having me, bro. This is uh, <laughs> so honored to be able to do the show. <laughs> Clearly, I am out, but uh, you know, man, bottom of my heart, thank you for letting me come on. <laughs> Damn, to hear is scary. It's what this shit is about to be. Sheesh. God damn. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. Yes, Autumn J. Autumn J said, to his said he wants his clean up unseasoned and unmarinated toes. Yeah. Man. I want, I want my toes like white people chicken. I want that shit unseasoned. Tasteless, you understand me? I want all of the smoke. And with the skin on it. <laughs> I'm, nah, I'm, I'm good on the toes. Toenail polish off that toe. You know all right. This is quite that's gross. That's just gross. And dangerous for you. <laughs> that's poison that you got inside your body. I don't give a fuck how fat she is. That is poison. You got, you got acidic saliva. <laughs> <laughs> you got toenail polish. For <laughs> you produce that like venom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like that scene on Don't Be a Menace when Sean <laughs> Sean was uh was eating um dashiki stoves and he had like hot sauce on her. I was disgusted oh, as a child. No, no. <laughs> to hear having meals. That actually, that scene turned me off of <laughs> But hey, I mean, um, oh wow, love a good salt rim. Is that the? <laughs> oh my god! I just saw uh, that one. Too. Living my Jeff life, you wild, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Little tahini. <laughs> 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 
Um, you know what's crazy? I tried the whole. I thought food. I thought food in the bedroom was tight in 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 college, and I tried it a few times. It's horrible. I I I do not like. It's sticky thing. after. Oh, the whole chocolate sauce thing. I remember. Come on, man. <laughs> no one ever talks about that uh, chocolate sauce. Um, <laughs> Listen, I got I got over that in college. I was like, I am running. It's not sexy linens. at all. It immediately. I'm running, I'm, listen, I'm washing linens, and this is before I had got the washer dryer in my apartment. I'm I'm at I'm at the I'm at the laundromat with brown stains on my sheets. <laughs> the no, visuals, the visuals funny. were just not where I needed them to be. So I said, right, we gotta let this go, baby. We gotta hey. let this go. We gotta put some towels down. And, and I don't I, listen. I ain't got enough money to buy that many good towels. Okay. Mm. Well, so I got it. We got it. <laughs> let me ask y'all a real question before we get up out of here. Tell me, this seems mischievous, but I look on your face. <laughs> this is so mischievous. Look at this nigga's face, Pat. It's really uncomfortable. <laughs> and the fact that chocolate sauce was the transition. How do y'all how do y'all feel about toys in the bedroom? All right. Uh Patrick, you go ahead first, brother. Um I used to okay. This is this is this is pretty gross. I would never, I, I remember you talking about this story already. I would never do this now. I would never do this now. But when I was in college, I didn't know better. I had like a like a, a wand thing for the ladies, and I would just I, but I had one, so I would like wash it. Use <laughs> it. It was a. It was a public. <laughs> it was a, it was a community public, wand. It was a community vibrator. It was a. It was. Um, it was like you know sanitized for COVID reasons. This was, a, this was a long. This was a long, long time ago. Um, but no, I. I would never do that now. But I do like. I do like the 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 help. I think it makes it uh, as long as it's for them. I don't. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. I don't do like the rings or anything. Oh, you don't. I've never. I've never tried it, but yeah, I've never. It's it, all the toys would be like for the woman. Hmm. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's the thing. Toys. <laughs> never mind the assistance. Um. Here's the thing. It's a double edged sword because with my lady, she doesn't do any of the toys. She's not into that. She just like, you know, she like that young elephant trunk. Bam, here we go. Um, other women in the past, I've smashed and they might have had. I remember one time, this is the closest thing to me having a toy used. She had a vibrator and she would vibrate herself while I was thrusting her from behind. So I felt the the vibration on my balls. And I was like, wow, this is this is weird. And I found a way to get into the rhythm of my stroke with the vibration. And it was it was pretty dope. But um I've never huh. That's that's what they call an aftershock. I like how you worded that. Uh, so I've never used toys like that's not my thing. But it's like if that has been the ladies' thing, we did that. Uh, but I'm not. I'm not gonna be bringing no toys. I don't need no cock ring. I've heard mm -hmm. too many margin for error stories. Oh, that did, no. those things go wrong. Huh? Those things. What what happens with those? Yeah, I've heard the cock rings get stuck. I've heard. Uh, stuff just got crazy man but i have like i said had that girl use the vibrator and i felt her vibration and i was like this is pretty cool but uh yeah so it's here i'm assuming that you are toys rs and or kb toys i've always been a, i've always been a fan of the toys in the bedroom 
All right. Uh, I've had, you know, restraints. Had this X restraint that went underneath the mattress. He had one on each side, at the top and the bottom. So you can have the person like that, fully sprawled out. Uh, all the toys. And uh, the only thing that you guys didn't ask is what Talia asked. She's like, is it toys for men or for women? <clears throat> I recently picked up this uh, this new thing right here. This is uh, it's, uh, it's like a cup of ice. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. So the top comes off, bottom comes off, and uh, you know, you fuck that thing. <laughs> <laughs> is that the is that the the mic drop? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> You wild boy. <laughs> what is it? It's is it's a fleshlight. Oh. Why why is it not flesh? I got one of those. It, well, it, not that, it, but a fleshlight. It, it, the the gelatin type of material, gelatinous material, is what the flesh is referring to referring to mm. uh, on, on this one. And uh okay. I was I was I was drunk or high. Uh, a couple weeks ago, and I ordered it off of Amazon. I was like, I've never had one. Let's see what this is like. Hmm. Uh, I can report that it's pretty cool, man. You know, <laughs> it's pretty. You can do things with it that you can't do with a regular woman. You could, uh, you know, you know, obviously the stroke, the up and down, but you no, know, from the grip, you can also do a little twirl with it too. And it was, uh, it was, it was interesting. It was an interesting, uh, yeah. You could probably do like, I wonder if you can put it on like a like a drill, like like so that it rotates by itself, and then you could do a handstand and. That'd be kind of cool. See, this, this is what happens when I try to let you guys in, man. When I'm trying to. No, I'm just saying, get, get creative with it because it's not it's not a full woman, so you can do a bunch of like. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild as hell. What is it? And it's literally called the flashlight. That yeah. looks like the 2022 version. That's like the. It, it completely like comes. Yeah, yeah. This one is uh, uh, this is the the flashlight vantage quick shot. You know, the quick shot. <laughs> it's a great name. <laughs> just, just gonna do a quick shot, quick shot right now, and then. I got a flashlight when I was doing a show on Playboy. Uh, Misty Stone brought uh, her, I guess it was uh, molded from her vagina. And, you know, she like, you know, sponsored and she was selling them. And she's like, here, I want to give you this as for having me a guest on your show. And I was like, thanks. And it took me like five uh, weeks to use it. And I was like, well, let me try this thing. Tangerine was like, use that. Let me see. How see, I want it. And I was like, all right. Let me tell you something. Why did you? Why did it take you five weeks? What was happening? Because you know, I I'm not. I've never used toys. I was just like gonna have it as a uh, as a gift you put in gift places. And then one day, Tange was like, "I'm going out of town." I was like, "Well, let me see what's going on with this thing." <laughs> let me tell you something. Me and that flashlight are still together to this day. You understand me? <laughs> that flashlight that got moved into my home. <laughs> got a spare room and everything. That flashlight is here to stay. See, all you gotta do is just start the conversation. Me and Fan have we started a year of our Patreon, and it's like for <laughs> after dark 
conversations and basically we order stuff off of a uh, rated intimate it's a black owned sex shop we order stuff off at rated intimate and then right after we finish we just go live and talk about it oh. and tell people what they should do and my whole goal is is one to normalize sex talk you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? talking with your partner tell them what you like the type of stuff that you don't like your hard nose your whole yeses and also the things that you're interested in but also just to like make toys make men more comfortable with admitting that we like toys or we're interested or we wouldn't mind trying something because like a lot of guys like i ain't trying no fucking toys like nigga this shit right here was the best 17 dollars i spent this year <laughs> it was great it was great so you know just normalizing all that type of stuff man it you know makes a difference baby makes a difference Whew. uh yeah um Thank you, man, for having me. This is uh... a... <laughs> you so gonna expand fun. that mind, man. You gonna suck some toes. You gonna eat some ass. You gonna expand your mind. Oh, here's the thing. I haven't said that I haven't sucked a toe. I was here's the thing. This is what you gotta understand, man. I first of all, I'm not a fan of the word feet. Like that just sounds disgusting. But toes, no problem. I'm always looking at a woman's toes to see if they're beautiful, if they look jagged or raggedy, whatever. Tangerine has the perfect fucking set you understand and i love hers because i know how she cleans her body i trust her hygiene i like when she rocks the white polish you understand Mm -hmm. but i have seen some some situations where i'm like it's some guy tasting that you know what i mean i'm like that looks disgusting so i'm never judgy i'm just telling you my ladies are the only ones that will be upon these lips you understand good times man yeah man Good times. Yeah. About that time, man. <laughs> I think they got enough. We got enough hot takes for this. If we here for another thirty minutes, to hear us go say some wild shit. It's time <laughs> to go. You're not wrong. You're not wrong because I'm already feeling myself. I just took a little something. As soon as I get off of here, yeah, you gotta go outside. Hey, listen. Go outside. Go to you go say to the you pool. Just took a little something during the show. <laughs> like we, we got different sponsors now. So the video I just put up, uh, the pink health thing. Oh, this oh, is like yeah. um, this is like blue chew, but like from a black person, and uh, no, it's no. kind of crazy, Pat. It's kind of crazy. So. Uh, Wait a minute. Keep this move. I didn't dodge an ass eating question. Let me tell you something, man. This. Tangerine has been eaten from the rooter to the tutor. You understand? That's all you need to realize. And I perfected it. Now I don't need to do it again. Now, uh, <laughs> um, perfected it. I perfected it. It's out of there. <laughs> the hair is feeling X rated. Let me tell you what I know you popped it. I'm going to say this so you can end the show. I know you popped whatever you popped the minute you were like, hey, let me ask y'all something. <laughs> 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 oh, he is activated, boy. I know what this is. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I popped it before that. I popped it before that. I popped it a little earlier so I could get primed and ready. <laughs> well, let's well let's uh, bid our fans adieu. <laughs> the the brand uh, Lord Nameless is if go to Pink Helps on uh, Instagram, you'll see that. Oh, you go to my my Instagram page right now. We just put a video up. Uh, they got stuff for men and women. Women. They got one that gets the woman super. And that was a great impression. Trust me, it's 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 a good time, man. You know, normalized sex, man. We out here. <laughs> <laughs> we out here. <laughs>
be out here. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. Yeah, all right, y'all. Oh, all right, man. Well, uh, first of all, want to thank our special guest. We only got in one story. We got we got yeah. one story. Out. Good story. Boat sank. Niggas. Yeah. Uh, but uh, want to thank our special guest, uh, CT, for popping up, man, and also check uh shout out team ct all day for pulling up and in, in, in here with us i uh, hope you guys enjoyed your stay you know what I'm saying you guys are always welcome pull up ct you always welcome anytime you, brother pull up anytime you want to we got to get you back on another episode so we can uh <clears throat> actually get you in the studio yeah. and uh of course shout out to the scary squad man we love y'all appreciate y'all i uh, had a great time with y'all yesterday uh the next movie is gonna be pan man we we we, we yeah. gotta get that we man, got man. to get into that one. Uh, we watch horrible movies now. We're, we're on our movie matinees. Yesterday we watched uh, Velocipastor, and it was uh, it was an absolute joy. You have to tell me about that. You you should, you should check it out if you have Prime. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, man, thank y'all so much for watching. I'm to hear more. Come back to cloud, and we'll see you guys later on another episode of Damn Internet. You scary. Peace out. Later, guys.